not recording right. I don't know what I'm having to. You're still in pain because you haven't forgiven yourself. Hello, beautiful soul family, and welcome to A Mother's Touch Radio. I am your host, Coach Susie, the PTSD Confidence Coach, and welcome to loving yourself unconditionally beyond abuse. You're still in pain because you haven't forgiven yourself. What do I mean by that? Oh, I can remember a time when I lived in shame from the abuse and pain of my past. I was afraid of sharing my story because I was afraid of how people would perceive me. You know, how would they view me? It was easy for me to blame the people in my life who hurt me as a child. But once I became an adult, I had to take full responsibility for my actions as a result of the pain I experienced in some of the, the relationships in my past. You know, as a child, I had no control over how adults abused me or treated me, you know, but once I got older, I had full responsibility of what I would allow in my life, you know, and for so many years when I didn't love myself, you know, I would, I would continue to go back to abusive situations and abusive people. And, and look, I get it. People are hurting. I get that. But for you to be hurting and pass that pain on to someone else or attempt to pass that pain on to somebody else, that's an excuse. That's an excuse to me. There's no reason for you to try to hurt somebody else because you're hurting. You know, what I learned is you have to learn how to let that pain go in a creative way. You know, that person that you're trying to take that out on is not the person that hurt you. And I think a lot of people, I know, for instance, you know, when I was um, in my relationship with my children's father, you know, he would always tell me all the time, like, I remind him of his mother. And once I got out of that, that relationship, it was like, damn, <laughs> he wanted to pay me back for the shit mother that he had. You know, he wanted to make me into his mother. A mother who didn't care for her children. A mother who would leave her children to go chasing after a man. A mother who, um, you know, drank alcohol and was abusive to him and manipulated him and controlling to him. He wanted to make me into his mother. And I didn't realize that I was in an abusive relationship until I got out of an abusive relationship because that's what I had always knew. You know, um, I never knew my father, so... Um, but I know a lot of that played into it too, because my mother would tell me that pretty much my father was avoidant, was an avoidant man. He avoided me. He didn't want to be around me. Um, he didn't want to care for me. He only came to see me to see her. So that in a sense was the definition of an emotionally unavailable man and an avoidant man. Right. And my mother was extremely narcissistic. You know, she, um, you know, blamed everybody for, you know, the things that happened in her life. It was never her fault. Um, you know, people were jealous of her, yada, yada, yada. It was always about her, never about the actions that she put out for other people to um, react. And no, you know, that's the only thing that we ever have control over is our reaction to other people. Um, but, you know, after I got out of this, you know, 20 year unhealthy relationship and started to heal from the pain of my childhood, I'm like, damn, you know, my mom was 
was narcissistic and that's what attracted me to this narcissistic man you know um and and also his emotional unavailability and things of that nature you know because my dad wasn't there so you know i really did have to heal those wounds within myself and then once i started to heal and started to love myself and those same type of men would come into my life i would say no no thank you because i don't want another and i don't i i don't like to say i don't because what i want in my life is is a man that's emotionally available to me you know um that is not or even if he is afraid he still steps out anyway because you know we all still experience fear right um because i still do you know even you know in my own life but i still step out there and give of myself you know and if that's not reciprocated back then hey i know all right this is not the person for me because i'm not going to continue trying 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 to make someone see my worth to make someone see the benefit and the value that i add to their lives i did that when i didn't know my own worth when i didn't know and believe that i was good enough for everything that i give out everything all the energy that i give out i deserve that back and that's that's good or bad energy you know and that's why and, and i'm not perfect you know i'm not perfect with doing it but i try my best to give out that good energy because i want that energy back and i understand that people are still hurting and they may, may not be able to give that give me that energy and that's okay i leave them to go and do their own healing because um, although I know that we all grow together in healing, um, I'm at a place in my healing that if a man is not happy with himself or even, you know, a female friend, you know, if she's not happy with herself, then she's going to try to bring me down to her unhappy state, to her unhappy place. And I, I know, yes, depression, all that stuff is real. I have dealt with that, but I have also come out of that so far out of that. Do I have days where I'm sad and depressed? Absolutely. But they're not as many as they used to be. I can remember a time when I experienced panic attacks, like almost daily. But once I started to love myself unconditionally, that changed. You know, depressed days, they come, they do. But I can tell you, it may be two weeks, three weeks. Maybe I don't go that far. It might be about two weeks before I have another time where I'm feeling sad or depressed, you know, um, but I know how to uh, release those depressed and sad and angry and frustrated feelings in a creative space, you know, so that I'm not projecting that out onto other people. You know, I know how now to express my needs, whereas being an abused child, I didn't know how to do that effectively. You know, I, I would just give and give and give and give and give and would not express my needs, you know, and um, going forward in my life, I'm only going to do that once, you know, like I can remember what I would constantly be in these relationships and, and saying, you know, telling somebody, well, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. And, um, you know, that's why, you know, and I've said this before in another video, it's very important for us to get to know each other and, and, and put our needs and our expectations out on the table in the beginning while we're getting to know each other so that later on down the road, I'm not trying to remind you of the things that I need in my life. You know, like for instance, um, I'm not going to be with a man who, um, who tries to use other women 
as an attempt to break my confidence or, um, you know, if we have like a business relationship, they're trying to control you. It's like, no, I need people that I can work with. I need people that um, are not still trying to play that power and control card, you know, like, because we both can, we both can be successful in our own lives and in our relationship without needing to have that power and control over each other. You know, um, we can actually build a beautiful life and a beautiful business together, you know, um, but I think a lot of people feel that they have to have power and control over any situation. And it's like, you know, I need for you to honor me just like I'm going to honor you. So for instance, in business, if you say, say for instance, someone says, okay, so I have, um, I have Wednesday and Tuesday open. Let me know what day works best for you. And I say, oh, great. Wednesday at this time works best for me. Um, go ahead and set something up. And then they don't set something up, but they set something up on the day that you said didn't work for you. What? <laughs> like, did you not hear what I said? Like, and so for me, that's a controlling person because they're like, I'm not going to honor your feelings. The days that you said were good for you, I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay. And we can't be in business together. Same thing for a relationship. You know, if, if you tell me I need attention from you and I give you attention and I tell you, well, I just need for you to acknowledge me and you don't acknowledge me. I can't be in a relationship with you. Or if I tell you, hey, in my past relationships, guys have used other women to try to break my confidence. Um, and then you turn around and do that too. I can't be in a relationship with you. I can't. Like, why? Why I'm not gonna do it to you. Why are you doing it to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, if a dude inbox, if I if I'm feeling you and we like trying to, you know, get to know each other or whatever, trying to pursue something. And do come in my inbox, I'm gonna be like, look, I don't, I don't use social media for that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not using social media to date. I'm using social media to inspire people. You know. But if I happen to meet somebody on social media, hey, yes, let's get to know each other off of here. You know, like I think so many people want to get to know people on social media. Like, get to know me outside of social media because social media is not my life. You know what I'm saying? Like. I turn that boy off. <laughs> you know, I do what I came to do and then I turn it off. That's not my life. So you may not get to me on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like to, to, to be interactive, you know, and that was the good thing about the guy that I met in 2019. You know, like I met him at a gas station on my way to Florida with my daughter, you know what I'm saying? To celebrate her birthday. So like he lived like 13 minutes from me, you know what I'm saying? Like we did stuff together. We got to know each other. Um, on a on a on a regular level yeah we rushed into some things and didn't get to know each other you know but it's all learning for me you know what i'm saying like it's all learning for me but i like that aspect the fact that i he appeared out of nowhere you know what i'm saying like and, and was like can we be friends and i was like yeah then we couldn't be friends ruined the friendship but um you know so it's, it's all learning for me you know and and at this point in my life i really do have to be able to be friends with someone and someone cannot accept that then i know that's not the person for me because i don't want somebody trying to rush me into having sex with them because that's not the only thing that i want in a relationship i want to be able to build with somebody and and really to build a business like a lot of people don't want to build a business with their significant other and it's like 
and actually not a business because I don't even like calling it a business. It's my mission. You know, let's inspire some people to love themselves, to have healthy relationships. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do. I want to inspire people. So I want to build a, a mission together, you know? Um, and, you know, so healing from the pain of my past, I, ha- I couldn't no longer blame my mother or my father for not being there for me, right? I had to learn how to become the healthy adult that I needed, that they could never give me. Because I don't care how far you go down this healing journey. Like, they're not going to be able to make up for the time lost. My dad did. So he could never make up for that. You know, but I have I have a spiritual father. I have that. And I believe that my father is guiding me even in his death. You know, showing me, telling me, no. You know, maybe he is that spiritual father. Maybe he is that God for me after he died. I don't know. But something is definitely guiding me. You know, and I believe that my dad really is here with me, guiding me along my journey. But I really did have to take accountability for my own self, for my own actions, and start to become the healthy adult that I needed, that they would never be able to give me because they didn't learn how to be a healthy adult. So they couldn't teach me how to be a healthy child that loves herself and has a healthy love of other people. They can only pass down what they knew. And their parents didn't know how to teach them how to help have a healthy self-love of themselves. And then they, they too can love others in that same way. So, you know, um, abuse has been passed down from generation to generation. And we can't sit here and continue to blame mama and daddy and, you know, the, the white people who held our ancestors as slaves and y'all, whoever else you're blaming. That past relationship, like you can't continue to blame those people. At some point in your journey, you got to take responsibility and say, you know what? If I want better, then I got to be better. Because you being a better you is going to attract a better you, a better partner. You being a better you, it's not going to happen if you're not a better you. You know, you trying to attract goodness and, and, and a better partner into your life and you still out here fucking around with everybody. You still out here drinking and smoking and getting high and, 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 and being abusive to yourself. How are you going to track somebody better? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to let that stuff go. And I know it's hard. I had to let it go too. You know, like, I used, okay, so once I stopped drinking, I would smoke like marijuana. And then I stopped smoking marijuana because it was just like, that was just making me real paranoid. But then it was like, I, I felt like I needed something. So then I would, you know, use the, um, I would smoke the CBD flower. And then I stopped smoking the CBD flower and was eating the gummies. And then after that, it was just like, you know what? I don't need none of this stuff. Like, I don't need none of it. I don't need any of it. You know, it does not, it does not benefit my life. It's not adding value to my life. It's only keeping me stuck in the same place. So I had to let that go too. It's a growing process. It is. But at some point you got to become a better version of yourself. If you want a better person in your life, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I continue to remain abstinent and single because I already give it to myself. So why would I accept anything less than what I'm giving myself? I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore, you know? And it's no shade to other people. It's just go get yourself together. Go go do what you need to do for you to make you happy because I cannot be your source of happiness. If you put, don't put pressure on people like that to be your sole source of happiness. What? No. That's not fair for somebody. 
you who says, you know, I can't live my life without you, run. Run far away. Because that don't mean that I, you know, me telling you that I can't live my life without you. People go every day. People die. You know, we have lost people that we have loved deeply and, and they don't come back. But if I tell you I can't live without you, that means that my my I would tear my whole fucking life down. And I've already done that before. That's when I was insecure of myself. That's when I didn't believe in myself. That's when I didn't love myself. When I was trying to chase after somebody who couldn't love me back. Because I didn't love myself enough. And I tore my whole fucking world apart. But I'm glad that it happened. Because it taught me how to love myself and to build a firm foundation of love for myself. It don't mean that I don't want you in my life, baby. It don't mean that. But I do know how to live without you if I have to. And we all should be like that. Because guess what? Even in marriages that last 50 and 60 years, one dies before the other. And that person still goes on with their life. Some people will die after their mate dies. Yeah. But people continue to live after that. Actually, I have a, a friend, Tesla. She lost her husband. And I know that it probably hurts on some days. But she's going on with her life. That was her soulmate. And she says that. I don't want anybody else in my life. Because that was my soulmate. But she's continuing to go on with her life. That hasn't stopped her. And that's how it's supposed to be. You love that person while you have them. But putting that much pressure on somebody to be your everything, they can be your everything without being your everything. Because then you're going to put pressure on them to provide for you in ways that they were never meant to provide for you, ever. And that's unfair to another human being. You know, I know that the unknown is scary. I know it, you know, and healing is unknown. Healing from the mommy and daddy and, and prior relationship wounds is unscary. It's unknown. It's scary. I've been there. And it is. It's, it's the hardest healing that I have ever had to do. It is. But it's the best thing that I could have done for my life ever, you know? It really and truly is. It's the best thing that I could have done for my life and for my future partner and for my children. You know, loving myself unconditionally beyond the abuse of my past so that I'm not projecting that and expecting him to provide for me in ways that he was never meant to provide for me. And I put pressure on the men in my past to do that, you know, because I was expecting them to be that daddy I never had, to be that mommy I never had. I had to become that for myself. I had to become that healthy adult for myself. And then when I did that, guess what I started to do? I started to forgive my parents. I started to forgive the people of my past who hurt me, my children's father, the man from 2015, the man from 2019. I started to forgive those people. Don't mean that I want them back into my life. You know, not in that manner, because, you know, like with my children's father, I have to have him in my life because we have we share a child together. and We have to be cordial and, you know, parent, you know, healthy parents to our child. But as far as, a re, you know, a relationship, no, 
And I understand people change, people grow. I understand that, I do. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they found that peace within themselves so that now when they go forward and meet someone, they know how to treat them. But I really and truly do believe that maybe it didn't work out because it wasn't supposed to work out. You know, that, 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 that we were to hurt each other so that we could move forward in life. You know? I don't want to stumble over things in my past anymore. For so many years, I stumbled, you know? And I don't want to stumble over my past anymore. I don't want to find myself in unhealthy relationships again. <laughs> you know? I, I don't want to stumble over that anymore, you know? There were a, there were a couple on this journey that I could have saw myself, you know, having a great relationship with. There were, you know, um, the man from 2019, but he went to the point of having another person cut my tires and that right there, like, that's unsafe to me. I can't, I can't be around him and feel safe because he's already shown me the lengths that he would go to, go to to hurt me. And I forgive him, but if you're, if you're willing to stop, because my car is my moneymaker, right? I, I do like Instacart and Grubhub and stuff like that. That's like my supplemental income, right? So if you're willing to try to tear me down in that manner, then no, I couldn't see myself being with you. The man in 2015, that might be it, you know, because where, where I was was a toxic place, you know, where he was was a toxic place. So, you know, um, I don't know if I, if I seen him today, I don't know how that would play out, but I'm not saying that I would go back, you know, it definitely would have to be a getting, uh, to know each other again, because I never felt unsafe with him, you know, but my children's father, I felt unsafe with, with the man in 2019, I felt unsafe and I can't be with people who make me feel unsafe. You know, because I, I need to feel safe, especially as an abused person. I need to be able to feel safe, you know, and, and I didn't. I didn't feel safe. I, I didn't feel like they wouldn't harm me, you know, but with the man in 2015, I felt safe. Um, so, but I'm not saying that that's, you know, I'm not saying that I'm going back to my past. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that I have forgiven people from my past. And I think that that's very important for us to do is to forgive the people who have hurt us in our past so that we're not taking that on in the future. You know, it's not fair to the new partners that we meet. That's not fair for us to carry that into the future. You know, so, um, you know, the only way that I have found to do that is to love myself unconditionally beyond the abuse, beyond everything that I experienced in my past, beyond you know, what my parents were, were not able to give me and to become that healthy adult that I needed for myself 
but not only for myself, for my daughter too, you know, because my son is older now, but I have to be that healthy adult for my 12 year old and give her the love that she needs, you know, um, and, and allow her to be herself, you know, because, you know, us as children, a lot of us were, you know, dealt with these, excuse me, controlling and manipulative parents, you know, who were overbearing and, you know, we were expected to be these perfect people and we're not, we're, we were expected to be perfect people by imperfect people. <laughs> Imagine that, you know? And so, you know, I, I allow my daughter to be imperfect <laughs> and to know that I love her anyway and her imperfections, because that's what it's all about. You know, um, learning to love yourself, uh, in a healthy way so that you can love others in a healthy way because nobody's perfect. All of us have imperfections, you know, and, um, even with those men, you know, from my past, like I said, I forgive them. Um, but I, I've never felt safe with them. Never, <laughs> never felt safe with them. And, um, I, I get it. People grow, people change, but I also believe that, if I have been working on myself for five years and you're just starting to work on yourself, you, you got a lot of making up to do. <laughs> and I know miracles happen. You know, the universe can um, propel somebody as far as you are. But I think it's all about soul connection, too. And um, with my children's father, I don't really ever believe that we had that soul connection. We had more of an attachment with the man in 2019, we had a connection, but it was more on a friendship level. I enjoyed him as a friend, most of all. You know, um, I enjoyed spending time with him and having him as my friend. Um, you know, but again, I didn't feel safe with him. So, um, but I did enjoy his friendship. You know, I, I enjoyed that we were, I enjoyed the fact that we were able to like laugh together. You know, we, we really did have that relationship where we were able to laugh together you know um um but you know things got things got messy and um you know i we can go our separate ways without you needing to try to destroy me i think and when it gets to that point you don't need to be with, with those people so um you know but our parents didn't teach us how to to cope in healthy ways right you know I learned how to how to how to pour my my feelings into drugs and alcohol and sex and shopping, <laughs> you know, um, or you know when I'm sad or angry or depressed, you know, go pick up a bottle, go snort a line of coke, go grab a blunt, go shopping. <laughs> this is what this is what I learned. So you know, our parents didn't show us how to cope in healthy ways, you know. So when you, when you begin loving yourself and that's what, you know, that's what I'm teaching my daughter. When you're, when you're emotional, you know, yes, I'm here to hold you. I am. I'm giving, you know, if you need a hug, I got a hug for you, but also go and, and draw, go do some crafts, go make some videos, you know, and that, and that's what we need to learn. Healthy ways to cope instead of projecting that stuff outwardly onto other people into other unhealthy things that are tearing us down, that have us not respecting ourselves and not valuing ourselves, you know? Um, and so that's what I do going forward. You know, some days 
I don't do anything. If I'm having a day where I'm depressed, I might just lay in the bed all day. I might, you know, but I can't do that with a daughter, with a 12 year old. So, you know, I'll just let her know, hey, I'm relaxing today. You know, I'm gonna make you food. I'm gonna do whatever you need. Come, you know, if you need me, I'm here. Um, I'll go out and check on her, make sure she okay. But on those days, sometimes I just need to do nothing. I'll sit up and write. I'll sit up and, um, you know, uh, do some artistic stuff. Sometimes I might just read. Um, but you need to be able to process those emotions in a healthy way. And, and we weren't taught that. So that's the whole premise of loving yourself unconditionally. You know, I want more people to know how to cope in healthy ways so that we're not projecting our pain onto other people and hurting other people who had nothing to do with that past pain. So let me know what you guys think. Put some comments in, share, like, subscribe, whatever it is you want to do. I want to tell you guys a little bit about A Mother's Touch. It is a community organization that provides loving support and mentoring for any person who desires to live a healthy, happy, and holistic life with a mental barrier. The organization also assists men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence relationships and are having a hard time financially. The organization and Loving Yourself Unconditionally Beyond Abuse movement was created based on the desire to be the organization I needed when I found myself struggling financially after leaving an unhealthy and abusive relationship. The organization also is a proud collaborator with organizations in my community who are assisting families and co-parents with becoming the healthiest and the healthiest and greatest version of themselves so that they are raising healthy children, children who have a healthy love of themselves and others. If you are interested in donating to our cause and mission, or if you or someone you know needs financial assistance, please visit a mother's touch All donations are greatly appreciated. You all know what time it is, okay? It's the end of the program. It's the time where I love on the universe. So I want to send us out on our day with a prayer of love. Dear universe, I love you. And I thank you. I thank you for being my rock and my solid foundation on which I stand. I thank you for helping me, leading me, guiding me, teaching me how to properly love myself so that I can love others in a healthy way. Even, even the people who attempt to hurt me. Thank you for allowing me to see and understand that their projected hurt upon me has nothing to do with me, has everything to do with what they're struggling with on the inside of themselves. And I can still love people from a distance and show them that I understand that you're hurting, but I'm not going to allow you to project that onto me. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of that. I'm not deserving of that because I don't project my pain onto you. I'm thankful for the difficult personalities that I experience because they help me to continue to grow. But I am most thankful for the personalities that are empathetic, kind, 
and giving and they reciprocate that same energy to me. I am thankful and grateful for your love. I'm thankful that my world had to crumble. The world, the facade that I had built, it needed to crumble so that I can become secure in you and live a happy and holistic life with you, no matter what that looks like. No longer being focused on what I don't have, but appreciating everything that I have in my life. Because right now, that's all I need. And that's more than enough. Doesn't mean I don't have goals or manifestations that I want to, to have in my life. But if this is all there is, it's more than enough. And I'm grateful for where I am. I thank you for being my greatest confidant, my greatest supporter, my best friend, my lover, and my man. I'm thankful for the relationships that are coming, friendships, romantic partnership. I'm thankful because I know that it's coming. But even if it hasn't arrived, I'm happy where I am. I'm thankful for my past relationships. I'm thankful for the lessons that have been learned from them that I can carry forward in my life. I'm thankful and grateful for you being my mighty fortress. <laughs> for you being my way maker when I don't see any way you part the sea. I'm thankful that you take good care of me. That you know what I need. I don't have to ask for anything. You already know that. And you take good care of me. If we could just live like the deer of the field, they roam freely. They eat off the grass whenever they're hungry. They enjoy everything that they have because they know that their needs are taken care of. And that's the same way I want to live my life. I want to be that sparrow who flies freely. knows that when she needs something to eat that she can go get it. Knows that her everyday needs are taken care of. I'm thankful that you are my shelter from the rain. That you are an anchor when the storms of life are raging. That you are mighty fortress, my protector, my provider. I thank you. My heart is yours. It belongs to you. And that's in famine or in feasting. That's in abundance or in need. In sunshine or rain. 
in joy or pain. You have me, all of me. I surrendered my heart to you, my life to you, because I didn't know what I was doing with it. <laughs> I was chasing after things that weren't good for me. weren't healthy for me. And at this point in my life, I only want what's healthy for me, what's beneficial, what's valuable. Although I do know that I need chaos some days. I, I need that, that negative part of life in order to continue to grow. I know that. But I'll, I'll deal with that on the outside enough. every fiber of my being, with every word that I say, there are not enough words in the English dictionary to express the depth and the gratitude of my love for you. This is the only way that I can express it, and it is a privilege and an honor to serve. It is a privilege and an honor to help and serve other people who have, who are, who are where I used to be. It's a privilege and an honor to be an example in that manner. And I'm not trying to be a perfect example because we know that life is not perfect. This journey is not perfect. But I'm thankful. I am thankful for the love and light of your high vibrational energy and it continues to help me to rise above the energies of indifference and hate and to continue pouring that high vibrational energy of love out into these forums, into these platforms. I love you. I'm so abundantly blessed above all I could ever ask, think, or imagine. I'm thankful for this day. Let's rock it out. Let's get her done. And so be it. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so very much for being here. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing, and beautiful day today. From my heart to yours, as always, namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. I am Coach Susie, and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder, and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew, and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, I left a 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, 
healthy, and holistic life, and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem. But I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggled to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?